It's all cake with Key Drama Connoisseur. Hi guys, welcome back and this is the first episode of 2021. Woohoo! You're listening to the Key Drama Connoisseurs. I'm Anvesha and I'm Borshana. And with this first first episode of the new year, so let's start by first wishing you a very very happy new year guys we, we hope that you're doing well we hope that this new year is going to bring us way more amazing k dramas and we're all looking forward to let's keep watching them and keep discussing them and i hope you guys will tune into future podcast episodes as well let's make 2021 count okay so so to start off 2021 let's take a slight look back at what happened in 2020 shall we In today's episode we will be talking about the top 10 K dramas of the year. Yes, finally the time has come when we talk about the best of 2020. Um I I'm pretty sure you guys know a few of the dramas that will be on this list because we have hyperventilated about it enough. 2020 was a very fulfilling year for us in terms of our K drama page. We grew our family to over 2K followers. we hyperventilated with you guys over so 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 many great dramas that we thought that just to help people who have just joined us or just to help people who will probably join us in 2021 fingers crossed uh we're going we're going to make a list of the top 10 k dramas of 2020 which you definitely don't want to miss two things to remember before we start off with today's podcast number 1 in no way are we ranking these top 10 dramas we are just saying top 10 because these are the dramas which are the best of the lot that came out in 2020 2020 gave us a lot of dramas there were a point where we literally had 10 dramas released in a month but these are the top 10 among those these these are not ranked in any particular order just apart from the date that they were released so for example itawan class was the first a drama that released in 2020 so we will start off with that and then on you can rank it however you want let us know which is your number 1 which is your number 2 we are always open to discussing that and the second thing that i would like to point out is that to maintain a proper flow of this podcast we are going to mention all the 10 dramas one after the other so hold on to your seats because this is going to be a very very very, very exciting podcast so anvesha would you like to begin for sure starting with like you rightly mentioned itewan class how can we not mention this what a great great start to 2020 like 2020 was not a good year in general sense uh, if i may say that but then these 10 dramas definitely helped smooth in the ride and itewan class was a brilliant start to that because it was one of the first dramas that released as it released in jan and what an amazing drama it was from acting of excuse me <laughs> legendary park sojun and kim dami kwanara and we met our new boy anbo yun also kim dami the entire cast was so incredible their acting was phenomenal the plot was so interesting and of course if you had read the manhwa before then you knew how it's going to go but even then even then even if you've read it seeing the characters come to life and seeing the characters come to life so incredibly was amazing either one class is a story of hope is a story of struggle but is it's a story where your struggle pays off and i think that it's a story that needed to be told this year 
with incredible OST tracks like of course Gaho and Kim Feel and so many more. The entire OST track is also something that you need to listen to. Have I ever mentioned this to you guys? But then, have you ever noticed how Park So Joon has this? Certain trope that he keeps playing, and I'm always confused about this. And I've spoken to Borshana about this before, where his most of his characters, or actually all of his characters, have some sort of a childhood trauma that they have gone through, and then they over they have to they overcome that up through the entire series. But I always keep wondering, <laughs> does Park Seo Joon like? seek out these roles or it is just like coincidence that all of his characters have some sort of trauma but then let us know what you think about that anyways so now coming to the show like i mentioned it's a very hopeful show it's something that will make you happy and i'm really glad that i can assure you something it's going to have a happy ending we all need that so other than being a story of hope the drama has very unusual characters a female lead that you've not seen before a gang which is very different every character has a very different feel and the show was representative of a lot from giving representation to different ethnicities the lgbtq community and so much more so many different stories that were brought to the front which a lot of time the k drama world forgets about itewan class was a very important drama it gave hope when we needed it it also highlighted a lot of social issues in a very right right manner so yeah definitely itewan class was a great start to 2020 and haven't watched it yet then let it be your amazing start for 2021 now the next drama that i need to mention is hospital playlist season 1 because two more seasons are yet to come and i am so excited about it 2021 it will release the season 2 and hopefully 22 will release season 3 but let's talk about season 1 for now it's a story of five doctors who have been friends since the days of college and they end up working together yes it's another medical drama but it's so brilliant and rather than delving into a lot of office politics it also shows the very human side of doctors and their personal lives and each dynamic played out so beautifully each character was crafted so intricately it's great and obviously it ends on a cliffhanger but then hey if you're watching this in 2021 for the first time you have a season 2 coming out right now the third drama is nothing like any of the two that i've already mentioned but it's brilliant i assure you and that is world of the married the world of the married is a very realistic drama so a disclaimer if you want a romcom or if you want a lighthearted drama or you want something science fiction this is not your pick at all please please skip this right away but then if you are somebody who likes intense stories who likes suspense who likes seeing real life stories that can actually happen then world of the married is definitely definitely your pick i know that when you hear the name it might sound like a soap drama with the whole world of the married coming into play but then it's nothing like that like a soap drama can wish it were world of the married but it's not so world of the married as the name suggests is about a few couples and their lives in the city but then it's so twisted it's so incredibly twisted but then it's twisted 
in a way that freaks you out because it's so real and because these these are stories that can or pro- probably even happens to real uh, in real life world of the married because it's so realistic none of the characters are good or bad there is no character that you can completely side with or completely go against because everybody falls somewhere in a shade of gray and that's what's again very beautiful about the show because each character you somehow associate with and somehow even want to just disassociate from altogether and you know the same way you meet people in your life or even the way you uh, interact with different people in life you're not the same person with any two people you meet say how i am to boshana i might not be that same person to another um, any person in my life for that matter but that's something that world of the marriage showed how people can have multiple faces and that's always not in a negative tone but then every person can sacrifice a lot and might go to a very deep extent to survive for themselves and the ones they love so yes world of the married was a incredibly intense uh, story but such a well made show that you should definitely watch and of course if you want another reason this was the highest rated k drama and the highest viewed most viewed k drama of history in the in south korea so yeah i think uh, the numbers speak for itself the next drama is something that i have been dying i've been waiting to talk about for so long and that is extracurricular it's a netflix original and it has only 10 episodes and of course netflix being netflix it had dropped all the episodes together and that meant that night i did not sleep because hey obviously have to binge those and i don't regret binging them if i may add that because you can't once you start watching extracurricular there is there's no way that you can stop in the middle you'll have to like the episode ends it ends on a cliffhanger you will go to the next one the next episode will end on a cliffhanger it's not going to let you breathe but then that's the most horrifyingly amazing experience you're going to have the same disclaimer though with uh, that i mentioned in uh, world of the married and probably even more over here extracurricular is not a show for somebody who wants to watch something lighthearted wants to watch a romcom or um somebody who is not comfortable with watching gore or somebody who's not uh, okay with watching a lot of social issues depicted in a very very straightforward and without any sugar coating so yeah that with that disclaimer out of the way extracurricular delves into these uh, lives of two teenagers and those teenagers are nothing like regular they have an entirely different story one who is seemingly struggling because of uh, his finances and the other has all the economic support that she needs but these two teenagers uh, played by kim dong hee and park joo yoon who have played very different characters in their previous shows and all the characters that they had played previously were super mellow super sweet absolutely your next door girl next door boy types characters they go rogue in this one and these two characters kind of get stuck in their greed and there's this famous saying society creates evil extracurricular is a show that discusses a lot of social evils 
and these social evils are not restricted to south korea itself it's uh, applicable to whichever country whichever area you live in there are people who get entrenched into greed and don't know when to stop delving into something seemingly harmless initially or thinking that you know what i'll get myself out of this i know i have self constraint but then sometimes that's just not possible because what you get yourself involved into has other plans for you so without giving away much extracurricular is a sh- incredibly well written show it was great to see south korean k drama business writing a show like this this year 2020 had a lot of brave and bold dramas with world of the married with extracurricular with it's okay k drama 2020 will make you proud that you watch this uh, genre of content because they have spoken about everything almost everything that needs to be talked about and extracurricular is a drama that sets a brilliant stage for 2021 i feel so yeah that's uh, do not miss out on this incredible show boshan do you now want to take over I mean yes I would love to because uh, I think hyperventilation is due on my part before I start I would rightly like to mention that like Anvesha said 2020 made me so 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 proud of being someone who watches K dramas and the length at which she watches K dramas um like you know I know there are people out there who make fun of it there are people out there who really do not understand why we are watching you know something something like this but you know 2020 sort of gave us that push to go and tell people hey our dramas talk about mental health and our dramas talk about reality what do your soaps talk about you know and I'm like extremely proud of being a part of this entire fandom this entire culture because it is amazing now with that out of the way i would like to start with it's okay to not be okay i think we have already spoken about it in our bonus episode if you guys haven't listened to it it's called it's really okay to not be okay go listen to it if you want us to like if you want to hear us properly break down why a drama like this was important but long story short it was one of the most important dramas of 2020 for me because it not only spoke about mental health and you know the various issues that one might have how when you see somebody you can't really tell if they're going through something but then ultimately with time you understand that they are but at the same time it also spoke about how it's okay to again not be okay and how there always help out there and how it doesn't mean that your life is going to end and there is and this entire thing which is otherwise a very very serious topic was shown so beautifully you know like in just like how anisha mentioned in our um podcast in the podcast episode that was dedicated to this drama basically media outlets sometimes misrepresent mental illness sometimes are probably not able to represent it well but it's okay did not do that at all you could tell that the makers had done their research they really did not want to go wrong with it the story is enticing the story is very very addicting i remember being so excited for every episode every week and it is a highly recommended drama 
not only because it was so bold and so out there and the fact that the makers probably took a huge risk when they made something like this but also because you really really need to watch this drama for the plot that is amazing with its twists and turns till the very very end and of course the star cast beautiful the beautiful beautiful star cast um it's okay definitely needs to be on your list if you haven't watched it yet and you need to watch it asap now moving on the drama i would like to talk about is a drama that i feel is a little underrated like one of the underrated dramas of 2020 and that is train it came out on the 11th of july and train literally blew me away so if you know me then you know that i am one who literally likes to go for very sci-fi type plot lines like i would prefer watching that over watching a rom-com that is just my genre and the only reason that i had decided to watch train was because i found the plot line a little bit similar to signal if you guys have not watched signal go watch that another amazing drama that me and anvesha will never tire of recommending but basically the plot line of train was how there is this one particular train that takes you on a different journey and lands you in a different dimension and obviously it caught my eye and i had to watch it it has only 12 episodes and i was honestly sort of worried on whether they'll be wrapped whether they will be able to wrap it up considering that they were four episodes short but i would love to say that the makers did an amazing job it literally there was a point of time when i thought that it was getting predictable but it didn't and like till the 12th episode it's going to keep you on the edge even after you know everything is going to keep you keep you on the edge it has a really really nice endings like i am one i am someone who appreciates endings a lot because i feel like there are a lot of dramas out there that kind of disappoint when it comes to the endings but train did not and hence i kept it on my list i really really think that it's one of the underrated dramas of 2020 and if you are someone who loves watching suspense thrillers and you know sci-fi content then train is definitely for you um so yeah just go give it a watch following up with train i have record of youth there were a lot of reasons to love record of youth number 1 it was park bogum's last drama before he went off to serve in the military so it was anyways very close to mine and anvesha's heart but i think what made record of youth all the more special for us was the reality factor in it i mean ever since we got into this whole world we kind of knew that our celebrities sort of live a double life like they are somebody in front of the camera and they are somebody else behind the camera record of youth kind of gave us a glimpse of that and you know a lot more um it's fun it's chirpy it also has a little bit of romcom in there it has a beautiful friendship in there it has a lot a lot of life lessons in there my favorite one being when parbogam's character is kind of applauded for being positive and funny all the time and always smiling all the time and he says that just because i'm smiling all the time doesn't mean that i'm not crying myself to bed every day and it kind of was very symbolic of the fact that hey 
you know just because somebody is smiling all the time in front of the camera doesn't mean that they are not going through anything so you know we just need to be kinder so yeah that is obviously a plus point i am a sucker for dramas that choose to be this bold and apart from that there's a lot of funny scenes in there i love the character of pargogam's brother he was so 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 funny and so so witty so yeah like record of youth is probably something which a person who loves rom-coms will enjoy a person who loves less drama and more of a reality touch in their dramas will enjoy so record of youth basically is the full package and you guys are definitely definitely enjoy it so please please keep it on your list so up next i have to talk about private lives a k drama that came out this year it had an amazing cast starting from uh, reply 1988 go kyung pyo uh, then it had snsd so hyun uh, it had kim hyo jin it had kim young min and it had lee hak jo and all these actors are like my faves okay like i have seen these people in different uh shows before and i've loved their characters and i was so excited to see all of them on screen again like together and i was so relieved firstly like i can say i was so so thankful that lee hak jo got like a positive role to play because he's a brilliant actor okay but then mostly people know him for the role of the villain in like one of the negative characters in world of the married and his character like like negative is too little a word okay like world of the married the it's an amazing show but <laughs> but like lee hak-joo's character was so bad that it it was like you can't like there's nothing to like about that character so automatically you know how sadly it also happens that people sometimes forget to differentiate between the actor and the character so uh while the character deserves the hate it had uh, it got but lee hakjur's appreciation should have been exactly that much more because of how well he portrayed the character and lee hakjur as a person based on at least like you know the appearance is done and whatever he said is such a nice person so i was so glad to see uh, him on private lives Kayana so coming to the show it basically shows a world where there's no longer like in anything called private data and that's the world we live in right now right what i loved about the show is it's so realistic it's so so realistic but still like it had such a gripping such a suspense story and like till the last moment it has you like gripped into like what's going to happen and what's like you know how i will whether they'll be able to solve the situation whether they'll be able to get out of the mess and so on and i really can't like say much about the story other than the fact that you know it shows how conglomerates who have a lot of power in the world because of say the position they have the money they have and also the fact that they hold a lot of our data today so that makes the general public actually in a very vulnerable state that we often don't understand and it's a play about the whole thing where there are con artists and well all con artists aren't really bad and it had as a social commentary where uh, they speak about governmental bodies and you know a greedy corporation and the plays in that and how messy things can get so yeah it, it was a brilliant brilliant show and i know that it sounds very serious or something but they did it in such a 
fabulous way where even though they are dealing with really serious topics it didn't it didn't feel boring for even a second it's so it's so intriguing it's so intriguing there's like nothing in the show that can bore you like the 16 episodes went by so so fast the ending was so clever like i really really like guys if you watch it uh, please let me know what you think about the ending because i thought it was incredibly clever and yeah it, it's just it's a show that has to be has to mention it's not only like it's it's definitely one of the best k dramas i've watched yeah it has romance in it it has goofiness in it it has such incredibly smart wordplay and dialogues and the story is so well structured there's loads of action in it there's suspense there's a uh, thrill there's like obviously there because of the whole crime angle to it it's that's also there and yeah it's it's such a well rounded drama it's amazing and on top like all the actors i mentioned and not just them the entire entire cast was so good like so good like phenomenal acting like i loved it i can't can't like recommend this more than i am already like oh my god just go watch it the next drama that i'm going to talk about i don't even think that i need to talk about it a lot but it's startup now startup uh, generated a lot of buzz even before it aired because of the cast i mean it was it was brilliant but the reason so apart from obviously the cast is brilliant the music oh my god like startups osts are probably the osts that come like in if i were to rank them first will be itawan class and then probably will be startups um osts because obviously the title tracks are both done by one of my favorite artists that is gaho so obviously start and running are just going to be there and um keeping but even keeping all this aside one reason why i really loved startup was that it was so funny it was hilarious it was so motivational i mean certain dialogues like how one needs to sometimes wander and sail off without a map and you know that is not always a bad decision because sometimes you come across a rainbow how just because you're growing slowly or just because your success rate or your success is or you're taking time to get to success doesn't mean that you're a doesn't mean that you're a failure there were like these are nothing there were literally so many more learnings throughout the drama but even apart from these i think one reason why i really like start startup is that throughout the drama they did not get distracted by the whole love story angle of it they did not get distracted by the whole romcom and angle of it at the heart it was still like till the very end it was a startup success story and i think that is something which i am really really proud of that the makers pulled off a drama like this where they stayed true to the story the story began with sodalmi sodalmi our lead's character promising her sister that she is going to be more successful than her in next few years and it ends with her being more successful than her sister in the matter of 3 years and i think that is what i mean obviously the romcom is an important part of it the comedy what is an important part of it the friendship that they showed the team bonding and the team that the cast that they showed all of that was important but i think at the heart 
the fact that they stayed true to the story at the very till the very end is something that really really impressed me and that is why startup is going to be there in you know the list of like if there is going to be a list of top 10 drafts of 2020 startup is definitely going to be there and i would finally now like to end with the drama of 2020 and the reason why i say that it's the drama of 2020 is because not only were we super 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 excited for this drama ever since we got news that it's been made when it dropped we were not disappointed and it's none other than sweet home now sweet home was based off of a very very popular webtoon of the same name and at the heart of sweet home is a story of a boy who comes across monsters and the moment i heard that sweet home is being made into a real life drama the one thing that i wondered is that how is that how are they going to pull this off because you see drawing something like a monster with one eye or drawing something like a monster with like no head is easy but how are they going to represent it how are they going to pull it off but netflix was like hold my drama and they obviously went out there and killed it completely killed it sweet home needs to be watched because of the cast i mean what a brilliant 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 cast i'm in awe um i would like to specially mention the two male leads if i may song kang and ido hyun oh my god i mean they blew me away with their acting the female leads were equally strong uh, the supporting cast was equally strong i mean if you want to see class acting please go and watch sweet home another reason why you need to watch it is the graphics and the cgi oh my god netflix killed it netflix killed it they were like we are going to go all out for this drama and they did it was the whole world that they created around the green home apartments was so real it was so scary at the same time they they completely killed it and definitely definitely watch it for the osts like sweet home doesn't really have a lot of osts but the ones that they had they went really well with it and i think most importantly the messaging at heart that what turns you into a monster is your desires so the darker they are the quicker you turn into a monster the entire symbolism in that theory blew me away so like definitely definitely put sweet home on your list it's a must watch drama um again it's only 10 episodes similar to extracurricular so you can easily binge it and you know the episodes aren't even one hour long they're like 44 minutes long excluding the intro and the outro they're like 44 minutes long so you can easily binge it but yes one thing that i would like to mention is that sweet home just like extracurricular and world of merit is a very different drama so it is definitely not for the faint hearted so if you have an issue watching gore if you have an issue watching horror then it then i would ask you like i would not say don't watch it but i would ask you to be a little cautious before watching it because it does have a lot of really really graphic scenes and if you think that you're uncomfortable in watching that like you're welcome to give it a pass like it's not a do or die situation but yes if you like horror if you like monsters and if you like all things dark then sweet home is definitely for you but with a very very strong 
a very very heartwarming message and uh, message at heart so yeah that was our list of the best dramas of 2020 do let us know whether you agreed to us whether you didn't agree to us what drama would you like to add to this list we are always open for that we are always open for that suggestions if it's a drama that we haven't watched we might just you know put it on our watch list and get back to you also i need to mention that one thing that you cannot miss out while you're watching these dramas is their ost albums each of these albums have great songs great great songs and a lot of artists have put a lot of heart and soul the same way the creators of the show have put a lot of heart and soul into making the show and into acting and production the musicians have also put in a lot of effort into creating the ost albums which deserve the same credit so yeah do do listen to those tracks we also have a k drama ost playlist so you can go check out those tracks there yeah like we have made it easy for you you don't have to look at album wise you just go check out the album that we have for you over there we have assorted all the k drama osts that you need under one playlist another thing that we would like to mention is that even though these were our top 10 of 2020 This list was made based on the dramas that finished in 2020. There are a lot of dramas that are still going on that started in 2020 but they're still going on till now. And two of the dramas that show a lot of promise and we would love to recommend even though they're not over yet so we can't give you a full review but we would love to recommend is The Uncanny Counter and of course True Beauty. Now True Beauty was a drama that was very hyped so till now it has been living up to the hype but the uncanny counter is something that literally blew both me and anvesha away with the plot line and the story another very very quirky story um very similar to the quirk that we saw in mystic pop up bar very similar family vibes so yeah these are the these are the two dramas these are the two ongoing dramas from 2020 that we are really enjoying so yeah let's see if they make it to our top dramas of 2021 list but apart from that we are we re- 2020 gave us a lot of beautiful dramas like you can see from our list and i think sweet home was an amazing way to wrap up 2020 me and anvesha we are very excited for the dramas that are coming out in 2021 rb we just we're, we're wondering whether it can one up 2020 whether 2021 can one up 2020 it's a really difficult task but i really hope that they do because uh, there's a there are incredible shows based on at least the plot and the cast that are lined up in 2021 and there are great comebacks if i may say with seven go coming back with hospital playlist to coming with uh, jahan uh, coming back with even park sojourn and ayu's movie i think releasing so 2021 is also said to be a great year uh, in terms of k dramas and k movies so Yeah, I think we have a lot to expect. Okay, so with that we come to the end of today's podcast. We tried to keep it as short and crisp as possible, but we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you found a whole new set of watch lists to watch this uh, 2021 if you haven't watched any of these dramas yet. All of these dramas are highly recommended by us and if you know us then you know that we love dramas that are willing to go that extra mile to be a little extra quirky and all these dramas to us were very very special and very very close to our heart so let us know if you watch these dramas if you agree to what we said if you disagree to what we said we are open 
to hearing out your opinions your point of views and you can find us on a drama connoisseurs that's our k drama fan page on instagram just reach out to us through dm comment anything and we'll get right back to you till then we hope you'll join us in the next episode of it's okay with the k drama connoisseurs this has been borshana and anvesha and you were listening to it's all okay with k drama connoisseurs